Hey guys, hope you're enjoying Shark Month. Hope you enjoyed that interview with dead Alex Kittner. That was fun. <laughs> that was so cool, dude. I just watched Jaws last night uh, in my backyard with five friends. Yeah. And it was just so cool to be like, we've interviewed two people from this show. Amazing, right? Did you know that the shark's name was Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun to talk to him. Uh, what a cool movie. Jaws is the best. We, we're going to talk Jaws. We will get a Jaws episode in this shark month. It's going to be amazing. Talk about the best shark movie ever made. But that was the tops. Our first episode, we talked about second place. Well, way down, well past <laughs> third, fourth, fifth place, not even maybe qualifying. Today, we are going to talk about shitty shark movies. <laughs> and it is, it is a long conversation. Oh my God, dude. There's a million of them. But before we do that, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod on our website, launchpadpod.com. Now let's get on with the show. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two. All right, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. And Matt, today we're talking about the lesser shark films. The multitude, multitude of lesser shark films. This one's kind of rough, man. Yeah, it's so easy to make shitty shark movies, and there are so, so many of them. I was trying to get a number. Of how many there are? Yeah, how many shark movies there are? There's over 200 shark movies right now. Over 200. And, and I'm sure there's stuff falling through the cracks there. Where's that list based on? Wikipedia just had a list of shark movies and IMDb had a list of shark movies that had like, that's like just a movie that has shark in the title, a shark in the subject line. That's just like a collection of the word shark in a movie. Because that also included movies like Shark Tale, which is like a cartoon for kids. Right, 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 right. So right. that's a give or take number. So, Jesus, like, what a boatload of fucking shark movies. They're not slowing down. Like, there's not... Nope. <laughs> not nope. 2019, we've had we've had a handful of shark movies already coming out. One was called Bad CGI Shark Movie. I saw that that existed. I haven't seen actually seen it yet, but I saw that that existed. Oh, and my God, man. Oh, boy. I did a lot of research this week, and it was painful. We even watched <laughs> one together, and that was painful. Even we us did. making fun of it, it was a painful movie. You know, it's just they're very formulaic most of them don't look great and I think when you watch a horror movie right good or bad a bad movie I guess could survive if the gore is good if the scares are at least interesting or if the creature is cool if you have at least one of those the movie's worth watching you, you left one thing off that list and and I, I don't want to be a pig about this booby bajoobies <laughs> Got some fucking jubblies in there. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> a little bit of nudity goes a long way in shitty movies. Guy or girl, whatever. I'm going to go and I'm going to say girl, but you know. I'm trying to be a little bit more open for the audience, man. Maybe not all of our audience is into the jubbly wubblies. <laughs> I disagree. I think gay guys and girls would be like, boobs are fun. Like, even if they're not as sexually interested in them as I am, they'd probably be like, this is a good time. Are those things bouncing all over the place? Let's do it. <laughs> These movies lack circus tits. <laughs> Let's talk about some shitty shark movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start. You mentioned that we watched one together. Let's talk about that. What? Which one did we watch together? Super Shark. Super Shark. Super yeah. Shark. Was Oof. it Super, Aaron? Like the experience? No. No. I had a tough time watching it. It was fun to watch you it. I don't you. think you didn't like it as much as I did. I liked it. I, I had a good time with it. Uh, it opens kind of strong. There is a... It opens with a shark jumping onto the beach and everybody going, Argh! and they're like army dudes, though. They're like dudes with machine guns and army 
Tiggs and like the general guy's like, get him. And what do we see, man? How do you describe this monstrosity? The army guys are fighting it. And then there's a tank and you realize the tank is not on treads. The tank has little like robo feet for robo feet. Yeah, it's a little clip clop tank. So it's like walking towards the shark. And I'm like, all right, awesome. And then it cuts to like, that was the end of the movie. And it cuts back to the beginning and you got to go through the beginning of the movie. And they paid for literally maybe four shots of a shark swimming by and they use them. They use the digital like, shots. Yeah. Yeah. Digital shots of a shark. It's shitty CGI shark swimming by. And then they'll like flop it. So the shark's going the other direction and then they'll do a different one. They'll flop that. So they got eight shots out of their four shots, but they use them over and over and over again. And the characters are stupid. What a dumb movie. There's two or three plots that they have going on at one time. Yeah. And there's a cool song at the beginning. It is one of our favorites because it does have one of those things about Super um, Shark. Super Shark. It's a song that is about the movie and it's a song about Super Shark. Yeah, that's how it opens. It's fun. I liked it. I don't think Rumi liked it as much. A bunch of main characters kind of get killed like right in the middle. So you're like, wait, I'm not quite sure what we're supposed to be doing here. There, it's like one of those things where like there's a science who's also like kind of attractive and always wearing bathing suits and she has a plan that she kind of explains but you also don't really completely get it and also don't completely care about what she's saying mm, that guy from good times in it dynamite yeah dynamite he's in it and boy does he act his ass off it's like he looked around and was like nobody else is going to take this seriously <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. I also feel like most of his lines were ad-libbed. I agree. And it was it clearly looked like one of those things where like he started talking and nobody knew how to get him to stop, so they just like let it go. Yeah, like, his scenes right. go on a little too long and I feel like whenever he just is like, "What's my line?" Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> die, 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 dynamite. He is like a radio DJ and there's like a swimsuit competition. Yeah, bikini contest. You know how those things are? Not a good one either. It's not even fun. They did, the movie manages to make a bikini contest feel stale awkward and not fun not that i'm like into bikini contests but jesus no but actually oddly enough you were in a bikini contest remember oh yeah i lost big time <laughs> <laughs> you were the winner in my heart man oh thanks buddy it was uh <laughs> people are gonna want to know that story they're like wait what was that bikini contest you're like no we'll we do an episode know. about that it's not true but we'll make it up like you said it's got a couple shots of cg shots of sharks and then they're terrible well, not terrible but they, yes, keep, they, they keep reusing the same thing or they flip it on the y-axis no they're, they're terrible cgi shots not even good badly textured couple of same exact kills i think it's fun though i i don't know that i would say oh i definitely recommend this but it was good it was fun if you're watching a shitty shark movie that's a good movie to throw on with some friends and some beers and like bullshit about maybe but i would never do it again oh fair enough ghost shark one of our favorite low budget shark movies you're like you get friends to watch that you got to see how crazy this movie is it's low budget but it's super fun and it's fun to watch with friends you drag friends to see this movie and they're like i can't believe this was made i will mm. never show super shark to another single person super shark was an accident that if you saw it with friends and were able to make a good time out of it you had to bring the good time super shark does not give you much to work with let's do that as we talk about these let's talk about like would you would you ever want any reason to ever watch it again yeah okay if you're throwing a party what does these shark movies bring to the party did they bring guac did they bring some beers bring a bag of blow or did they show up 
with nothing, <laughs> just fucking nothing. And a lot of these movies did. Yeah, this is one I could see. Like if you know, if, like you guys know clearly, me and Rumi love these type of movies. If this isn't your exact bag, I still think that this one, if you watched it with some friends, you can have a good time laughing and make fun of it. But this is definitely one that if you watched it by yourself, I think you'd be. I put this way low it. on the list because there's some other movies on here that maybe better or worse, but are more of a fun time. Like I want to play that clip of of me telling you. What else do you want? It's super fun. <laughs> 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 Fucking walking tank fighting a shark who also walks on land. Two scenes. You see him twice. It, it's You're not fair. That's that. fair. Fair. That's fair. That is not important. Here's here's a movie that I want to bring up. You've seen this. I know you have. Sharkensaw Women's Prison Massacre from 2015. You've seen this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I own this one on Blu-ray. I bought it before I'd even seen it. Sight unseen, I'd bought this movie. Here's a movie that is terrible. The mm-hmm. acting is terrible. <laughs> there are no kills in a shark movie, but Sharkensaw Women's Prison Massacre is more fun than Super Shark, despite not having a walking tank. Yeah, I think that's fun. We, we did that. So that one, when that came out, I forget who released it. It might have been Shout, but whoever released it, I saw that it was happening and I was like, okay, I'm buying that because it was like $10 on Blu-ray and I was Name like, alone. the title, that's good enough. Well, the director is the same guy who directed Chopping Mall, which is one of mm-hmm. my favorite low-budget shitty movies. Love Chopping Mall. And I can't believe that this movie doesn't even live up to that. Like, I was going to say, that said, this is no Chopping Mall. No. But premise-wise, you have these women who are being like transported to do like some labor, day labor or something from the prison. Because they're prisoners. Their friend rescues them. There's like a hijacking on the highway. You know, the, the van with them going to do right. the road work or whatever they were going to do. You get stopped by a roadblock and, the, and it looks like there's been an accident. But the people who were in the accident <gasps> wasn't an accident. It was all planned and it was a ploy to to rescue these women from prison. It's like a bunch of girls and one like CO, corrections officer, like trapped with them. And they get to this cabin where they're going to hide out. And this shark that has like spines on its back so it can crawl through land and do some land shark shit, like starts attacking them. Here's a movie, bunch of hot chicks. There's no nudity, no kills. Like one person gets their leg bit off and that barely looks good. You never see anybody get chomped on, but the shark is cool. The dialogue is ridiculous. Like the act is terrible in a way that is endearing and fun and the characters are endearing and fun because they're terrible and that is more fun to me than Super Shark. Would you agree? Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's really hard to quantify what I'm about to say but these movies are, most of these are self-aware. Super Shark knows it's not Jaws. You know, women's, women's what is it? Shark and Saw's Women's Prison Massacre knows it's not Jaws. They know that they're not good movies so they lean into what they are. Now there are some movies that lean in way too far. There are some that don't lean in enough. House Shark just leans in way too far. Way too, but at least that's fun. And like, because that was so bonkersly stupid and I only didn't know what to expect. But can we talk Sharknado for a minute? Yeah. Go ahead. Let's get to it. Sharknado is one of those things where like even my dad has heard of Sharknado. He doesn't know it, but he knows what it's about based on the title. And I think that when I talk about Shitty Movie Sunday to someone who doesn't really know shitty movies, this is what they think I'm talking about. And it's definitely not. Sharknado is fun. It it brought a lot of silly nonsense to the masses. It had some funny premises and some cool effects, but ultimately it blew its joke in in the tagline. You know what I mean? It, It called itself Sharknado and that was the only that was the funniest thing about the movie was that it was existing. Come on, you're going to complain after that awesome action <laughs> that literally is going in two directions at once and then crashes into each other. It's like, what else do you want? It's super funny. Everything in it, there was only a couple things, a couple scenes in there that are really worth.
worth the movie. So that's like one of those, I wouldn't buy that. I probably wouldn't rewatch that. There are movies like we keep mentioning Ghost Shark. There are movies like Ghost Shark that I'll watch that a couple times. Like I'll watch that. I've watched that, I think, twice in the last two years. I would definitely not do that with Sharknado. There's no reason to do that. Here's something you got to give Sharknado big credit for. Sharknado brought so bad it's good to the mainstream. And I think anybody who is a fan of cult cinema, like you and I, anybody who's a cinephile who enjoys and appreciates so bad it's good, you know, anybody who's seen a trauma movie, I think Sharknado brought that sensibility to people who have no clue trauma exists. They're like, oh, it was fun to watch a movie that knew it was bad just for fun. And it's like, yeah, that's great. And I really appreciate that Sharknado did that. But again, if you're going to try and do that, flip the circle, be so bad, it's good. If you're set out to do that, you have a huge weight to carry. There is a big anchor to haul up for me because when you're self-aware of what you're trying to do, it is hard to pull that off. Really hard to pull that off because you have to convince me that not only are you pulling off this full circle flip, but that it's funny, it's entertaining, and it does what it's set out to do with the sharks. And I think Sharknado is fine. It has six sequels though. And after the first one, I didn't care until you get to the sixth one, which has time travel in it. And now I'm back on board because now you're doing something ludicrous and ridiculous for the full sake of doing it. It's like, hey, at least you're not trying to be the same shark movie you were four times before. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're fun. They certainly are fun, but it's really hard for me to get on board with somebody who's like, hey guys, we're so bad, we're good. And I'm like, that's a bold statement. Well, it's almost like like if you take comedy in general, right? It's one thing if someone gets up and does stand up, but if someone gets up in a character and does like a character, the entire act lives and dies on that ca- on what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? Like yep. if I get up and I say, hey, I'm Matt Corrigan and I'm here to tell you these jokes, you're going to judge my jokes based on my jokes. But if I get up and say, hey, I'm this kooky guy and here's my 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 shtick that's going to be all about this character. Like I guess like um, John C. Riley's Stephen Brule would be like a good example. Hmm. You know, have you seen that? Check it out when he does check it out. Yeah, I don't like that shit. I love it. But I like, let's just take that, right? I love it. You don't. The whole show, the whole gimmick lives and dies on that premise. So if if John C. Riley just told jokes and did stand up, that would be one thing. But by saying, hey, I'm this character and I'm going to do everything in character, people are going to like it, people are going to not like it, but it's it's you're, it, you're all in or not based on that character. I yeah. think when you make Sharknado, it's like that, where you're like, here's a movie about a shark fucking tornado and everyone's like, okay, but now you have to be a great Sharknado. Like, you have to be a great movie for one reason or another. And I feel like that one just, just kind of like, oh, I just, I didn't really have anything. I just am a Sharknado. That's it. There's something about being genuine. Like, when you watch, say, Plan 9 from Outer Space, yeah, Ed Wood yeah, yeah. tried to make a movie. He didn't try to make a bad movie. He tried to make the best movie he could with the $30 he scrounged up. And <laughs> yeah. the fact that the movie's terrible isn't necessarily, I mean, it's his fault, but like, that's not the byproduct of their efforts. Their efforts is the best movie they could make for what they had. And there's a earnest to it that is, I think, really important when you're looking at movies to be so bad they're good. Mm. And when you watch something like Birdemic, like that movie's fucking terrible, but they tried. Love that movie so much. They didn't know that when they turned the movie in, it was going to be a cult classic. Whereas Sharknado was, yo guys, we're going to be a cult classic shark movie about a shark tornado. 
They tried mm. to come at you with, you know, when you try to artificially engineer it, it's like, I don't know, it's like the Spice Girls or something. You know, it's like you're a genetically engineered sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. band to be popular and, and you feed it to people and they either are going to love it or they're going to hate it. Do you think part of that is on the audience as to how we laugh at it? Because like you said, and there are there are two distinct categories of shitty movie, ones that were really trying and were laughing at them or ones that like knew what, it, knew what was up. They knew what the joke was and were all having fun together. So it's almost like how you, you as the audience perceive it, are you laughing at them or are you laughing with them? That's camp, know? dude. Yeah, I think that's a, I think, I think you just define like what a campy movie is because like a campy movie is winking at you and wants you to wink back. Whereas like just a straight up shitty movie is like, hey, we might get an Oscar, right? We could be, we could be Oscar contenders. We made it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like in general, and maybe this, maybe I'm just a bad person. I want to laugh at people, which I don't think is true, but I think that I prefer the movies that are trying for real. And there are movies like, like we keep saying Ghost Shark. Ghost Shark knew it was fucking Ghost Shark, but it tried to be the best movie it could be. Yeah. And there's a times where it's like, guys, look how much fun we're going to have with this premise. This scene is going to be great for us making it and you watching it but it's not just like hey ghost shark it's a it's a ghost shark we're making a ghost shark movie look at this ghost shark like, you know yeah. what i mean like we that's a movie that we kind of laugh at but i think in general i like the movies that like tried and failed do you think you like camp are you a fan i mean i i think i appreciate it but i think in general i don't like my movie to wink at me. um i'm okay to a certain extent but it's got to be to a certain extent right sure and it, like i think it depends on the subject matter depends on what and like is the rest of the movie working like if you're not working and you wink at me dude it's, you know what it is to me it's like fucking SNL I can't stand SNL because I don't think it's funny and the fact that they laugh at themselves the whole time I'm like you fuckers are laughing at yourself and it, I don't think it's funny so it ruins it for me whereas if you if they were being funny and they laughed and you know broke and broke and laughed at camera I would be having fun with that because I'd be in with them so yeah. when you take a movie like Sharknado you're laughing you're, you're winking at me but I don't really think it's that funny you know but then there are other movies and we have some other ones on this list that are like 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 house shark i actually really liked it house shark is about a bunch of people that move into a house and there is a a shark inhabiting the house it's not, is it a ghost no it's just a new breed of shark and it lives in this house and it like turns out to be this giant terrible puppet that looks horrible but like by that point the movie was so bonkers that it's almost like when a five-year-old tells a story and like the first you know the first two minutes of the story you're just trying to be polite and you're getting bored because it's a stupid five-year-old but then because the stupid five-year-old is just saying random shit it gets funnier and funnier and that's how I thought House Shark was. Except the problem with House Shark is House Shark is like two hours long and that joke does not need to be that long. Absolutely. there You could definitely cut a lot of that movie. I could sure. not stand the Ahab character in House Shark. Couldn't stand it to the point that the I was... The fake beard. He has a fake beard on the Shitty fake beard, yeah. And he... Yeah pretends to be like Captain Ahab, Gregory Peck, Captain Ahab from the Moby Dick movies. And he's insufferable. He's terrible. And like, I don't, I don't, I didn't expect House Shark to be incredible acting, but woof. Yeah. I think this is one of those, one of those things where like not every part of the movie works. That is a movie that no joke I would watch again, probably in a shitty movie situation, not by myself. House Shark needs people and it's made for people. Right. Again, House Shark's right. winking at you. House Shark's but, absolutely winking at you. Like you said, there's m numerous things in there that are too much. 
much. And, you know, like you said, there's there's a guys, there's a character who wears a fake beard the whole time. And like the lines, they didn't even try to write dialogue that sounded real. They tried to write dialogue where everything was funny and everything was goofy and everything was silly. And again, if you do that and it works, you're being funny. But if you do that and it doesn't work, you're failing, which means your movie's failing. And this is not great. This is not a great movie, but it's fun. And I, I, I do it's think it's one of those that like probably couldn't be by myself, kind of, probably couldn't watch it by myself, but watching it with somebody would be really a lot, a lot of fun. I think House Shark is a fun thumbs up. We're all over the place here, guys, but thanks for sticking with us. Here's <laughs> one that was winking at me and trying to be really fun that I did not find fun. Sharkenstein. <laughs> yeah, I watched that one too. <laughs> Dude. So Sharkenstein has a great concept and has a lot of things it's trying to do right. Sharkenstein is has a cool puppet. It's about an evil Nazi scientist who puts Frankenstein's heart and brain into a shark that's made out of parts of other famous killer sharks, right? So they don't really get into it, but, you know, basically Jaws parts from other shark movies and all sorts of stuff. And he starts attacking people. The acting is atrocious. Everything about it is atrocious. And like, if he had had buckets of blood to throw on people or even like remotely cool kills in this, it would have started to get a pass for me. There would have been yeah, parts yeah. that you're like, okay, that's cool. But like, even when they show this puppet that they've built, he just wipes frame the same way every time. And it's like, yeah. I know you did this in a low budget, but the way you did it, you could have had variation. If you had had some kills, it would have been better or some variation or something clever. But when that doesn't work, I start noticing like all your characters who are in their mid thirties to forties are playing 20 year olds with their hats sideways, trying to talk right. like teenagers. Yeah, That works if the movie's bloody and gory and has some fun stuff going on. But when nothing is to bolster that stupidity, it just comes across as stupid. Yeah, I agree. And it was, this is one of those that like, there's absolutely, and I feel the same way about Sharknado. There was no thought that went into it. They were like, oh, Sharkenstein, which is a good enough, fun enough concept. But you got to do something with it. They had like terrible acting. There was like a German type of scientist guy. Yeah, the Nazi scientist, it, terrible. It just seemed like like high like bad high school level production of acting and directing. At the end, the shark gets like supercharged and is able to go on land and has almost like little He-Man action figure arms on the yeah. side of him. That I don't want to say that was worth it for me, but that at least recouped some of the the time I spent watching that movie. You seem to have a thing where like you're like the tank made it worth it. No, it was not worth the cow to eat a shitty banana split just to get to the cherry. I wonder if expectation has a, a thing there because I didn't like there's times where I have a dinner or a snack and I'm like, well, I'm hungry and this is what Amanda made or this is what I made because, you know, I'm, I don't have time to make a real thing and I hate fucking cooking. And I'm like, this will provide the sustenance that I need done and watch like I just watched Sharkenstein for the first time uh, about a week ago or so prepping for this episode. I expected nothing less and nothing more than what it was. So I'm not I, I wasn't disappointed. Sometimes I do. Like I watched one, I believe it was on Tubi, Tubi or Amazon. It was called Jaws of Death. And the full title was Mako Jaws of Death. And it's about this guy who has a telepathic link to sharks from a necklace. Yeah. And he has the sharks kill people that are fucking with him and fucking with the sharks, which sounds amazing. That sounds like a really good premise. Yeah. Boring as fuck. It's from the 70s. It's right around the time of Jaws. It took itself very seriously. Like that tagline that I just said, you can pitch that right now and sell it to Netflix or whoever for some bullshit 
shit, you know, whatever, because you don't have to make it a good movie. Just make it stupid with CG sharks all over the place. What I'm talking about, they tried to make a real compelling movie. They tried to make it thriller. They tried to make it action. They tried to make you care about these characters and love triangles and shit. But it's terrible and it's boring and it's it's ugh. But I had expectations because it didn't say, you know, to save his struggling business and help this woman who he saved from being raped. It didn't say any of that. It said fucking telepathic shark connection through a, a pendant. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. There it were three not- scenes that were awesome, ugh. but the rest of it wasn't. So I think I maybe in that situation, I feel like you did because I was hoping this movie would be cool. And it's not like it's not even worth going into a lot of the things about it. Sharkenstein, when you read the thing, evil Nazi scientist puts Frankenstein's brain and heart into shark corpses. Mm-hmm. I have expectations to at least deliver on that. And they did. But then you have to do something with it. and sure. And especially when you're in calling Kankenstein up, which is, you know, one of my all time <laughs> favorites. <laughs> yeah. You better do something with it. And look, you go in with zero expectation, but it's real easy, real quick to make me regret the time I'm putting into this. Fair. I think that's fair. And I think, you know, the other thing is some of these have such great freaking taglines and such great titles. Like there's one that I just fell for or I'm about to fall for called Ouija Shark. And it's about like a Ouija shark, you know, Ouija board and a shark. I'm already in, but that's going to be terrible. I know it's going to be terrible. So I think when I go into that, unless it's abysmal, like a complete waste of time, I'm getting what I paid for because it is what it is. Like Shark Exorcist. Shark Exorcist, if you look at the cover art, it's like a blackish looking lava shark that's breaking from the inside and all this evil light is shooting out of it. And it's got like a preacher person in the foreground facing the shark that looks like they're going to fight. And you think it's about this possessed shark. It's not. It's shot on like fucking camcorder and it's about a shark that possesses a person and it's terrible. It's, it's like basically the Jason goes to hell of sharks. But it's terrible. Like a, Jason goes to hell is one of my least favorite Jasons. But let's say that's not true. It's just fucking bonkers. Yeah. But banana. this movie doesn't follow through on like any of the things that it promises because it's not really about a shark. It's about a person. And all of that stuff is terrible. Acting is terrible. Directing is terrible. The blood is terrible. Everything is terrible. And it's like from a movie called Shark Exorcist, there's not like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. really, Rumi, the way that I think of most of these is like, what am I going to tell you specifically, Rumi, after I watch it? Am yeah. I going to say, dude, I just watched a movie where there's a robot shark that drills through the floor, eats everybody in a Starbucks and then tweets about it. That's the fucking tagline. That's what gets you in to watch the movie. That's what I'm excited to tell you about. But when I literally watch a movie for an hour and a half or God forbid longer and I can't, I have nothing to tell you about. There's no one thing to tell you about. Like even this movie I just mentioned, uh, The Jaws of Death. There's a couple cool scenes where he sneaks onto a boat and kills people with harpoon guns and shit like that or has people get get eaten by the sharks. But there's no one scene that I could be like, dude, this was fucking cool. So here's another thing. If I watch Super Shark with you and it's like, well, there is that one moment with the walking tank. Even if the movie is worse than we talked about, even if it's worse than we said, if you and I watched Sharkenstein together, at least I spend an hour and a half with my buddy laughing and having a good time. When I watch it by myself and I get to the end of that movie and I don't even have a good joke to tell you afterwards, like, and, and I don't stop movies. That's a big problem I have is I can't just turn off a movie. You mean like then stop watching it? Stop mean? watching it. Then yeah, yeah. my time is completely wasted. I'm pissed at it. So like I leave, I, I end some of these movies angry. I get that. Here's one. So I watched Sharkenstein, uh, not to be confused with Frankenshark. What's the difference? I mean, I, I see what you're saying. What's the difference? 
aka Dick Shark, is a <laughs> three-hour porno. Three hour? It's three hours long, dude. I got about 25 minutes until I realized I don't want to be caught watching this by my wife because it's literally like some guy who was like, hey, I'll give you 200 bucks if I can feel your boobs up in a scene in my movie and then rinse and repeat over and over and over again. And it's just, it's not quite softcore because it's so much fucking nudity, but a guy turns his dick into a shark and then the shark gets away and starts killing people. And that's the premise on the box. But like, I I thought I was seeing Frankenshark and was like, oh God, dude, this is just a porno. And then you're like, oh, I guess it's called Dick Shark in other places. Three hours long. Skip it. Where did you find that? That sounds like something you had to dig a little bit to find. Really. Well, I was looking for Sharkenstein and I came across Frankenshark. Oh, you and saw this one first? When when I was looking for Sharkenstein, yeah. And I was like, oh, also Frankenshark. I was like, I'll check that out. That might be doing a better job than Sharkenstein did. And started watching it and was like, oof, this is much lower budget and a lot of nudity in this. There's a lot of nudity in this. Oh, it's just a porn. <laughs> I actually love <laughs> shitty movies that have the same or similar premise and they switch the titles. Like I have cheerleading ninjas and also ninja cheerleaders and I yep. love to watch both of them and see like what the difference was. So I would have been all about Sharkenstein versus Dick Shark, but then I was like, wait, there's way too many dicks in one of these. It's just, it's just a porno. Where did you find it? Did you say? Nefarious means. Oh, I just hope it was on like your Netflix. Like no, no. Kate's yeah, gonna yeah, yeah, turn yeah. Off, Kate's going to open your Netflix and be like, you recently watched 13 Reasons Why, Dead to Me and Dick Shark. And Dick she's like, shark. wait, what? Oh, and you God. start gonna get. You just start getting those based on your interest in Dick Shark. I haven't told you about Wolf Pussy yet, have I? Have I? <laughs> no, you have not. Okay, so we were listening to a podcast, and they were talking about the worst thing they ever saw was this Etsy store that sold silicone animal genitals, like fuck toys. And one of them was this Wolf Pussy that you could fuck, and the handle had like nipples on it and shit. And I thought it was so fucking funny that I started like I, I showed my brother and his wife, and they were dying. We were reading reviews to each other. Four star review. This was excellent. I assume it feels just like the real thing. Like like men in uniform died for our country so that you can write a four star review of your wolf pussy. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. And I, I looked at it so many times and scrolled through it, it is now rampant on Kate's Etsy. <laughs> and she was like, because you looked at so much wolf pussy shit, now I get recommendations for like furry helmets and like wolf cum and like also like a dragon cock and all sorts of fucked up Damn. shit. Damn. Is she adding to cart or what? <laughs> Dude, that shit's expensive. It's like 700 bucks for a wolf pussy. Otherwise, you'd all be getting them for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I just got you. I told you I had something coming for you. That's, that was literally, that's what it is. Unless you want to watch a loosely affiliated shark porno, uh, Frankenshark, Dick Shark is, is for you. Is Dick Shark, the part that you see, did it even have any shark in it? How much of the movie was shark? We've mentioned before about some of these movies, they try to bill as shark movies, but they barely have a shark in them. Did this have, like, does this have a shark in it? Does it really qualify as a shark yeah, movie? Yeah, it's a, it's a guy turns his dick into a shark and it jumps off of his body and swims away in the toilet and then starts killing people. Okay. But there was so much time in between shark attacks 
sex because, you know, they had to pause for porno. <laughs> right. No, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, don't. Yeah, it's not worth it. Not not a shark movie. It's a porno disguised as a shark movie. You bring up a good point, too. And we've mentioned like effects, but some of these movies are more about the people, right? It's about like the shark gets the person cornered in some sort of lab or place or submarine or whatever. And we're with them more. And that makes sense because you like imagine if the movie Jaws, we were with the shark the whole time. It would be a completely different movie. And I get that. And there's there's obviously budgetary reasons why you can't do that and stuff. But at the same time, we want to see a lot of that shit. If we don't see a lot of that shit, it's not a shark movie. Yeah. You, you got to pull it off. Can you think of any that are either good or bad in that regard? Like shitty shark movies that like don't have a lot of sharks or shitty movie sharks that do have a good amount of sharks? Well, Empire of the Sharks had a shit ton of sharks in it. That's on my my uh, Amazon watch list, but I haven't gotten to it yet. So that's it's a, a sequel a good, to a lot of shark. It's a sequel to Shark World, I believe. Shark World or Planet of the Sharks? Planet of the Sharks, maybe. Maybe it is Planet of the Sharks, but there, it's, it's a sequel that I didn't see the first one to but i think they're just reusing the set which is like this water world base that they built mm -hmm. it's an asylum film and empire of the sharks has this guy who has these like power gloves that he can control the sharks with that have these like implants in their brain and they kidnap this woman who has she's like the chosen one she has some powers she can control the sharks with her mind but we don't know it yet spoiler alert and this guy <laughs> This real puss nugget gets all these people together to like go break her out of shark prison and a bunch of people get killed by sharks. The sharks are pretty bad, but there's a lot of them and there's a lot of people swimming in the water getting killed, sort of. And the main character must have been terrible at fighting because every time he's in a fight scene, him throwing a single punch is edited out. It always shows him like wind up and then we'll cut to the other guy like dodging, but you never see fists move and then the main character falls down. He must have been terrible because they edited <laughs> out him doing anything heroic. You're supposed to buy on that he's like the leader of this ragtag band of heroes but i don't buy it for one second there's a moment where like he shows up and this like really rough looking guy with like face tats and scars is like you can't come in here with a weapon and he's like oh i'm coming in here and there's nothing you can do about it and like intimidates the guy into letting him in i'm like no no and I you don't. didn't buy it for a second not one second i don't buy it but it has some like magic in it like the girl can tele telepathically control the sharks that's kind of cool but a huge problem with all these made for sci-fi movies is a lot of them are really neutered when it comes to how they can show sharks killing people. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really neutered. And I mean, like, as you will find out in our Ghost Shark episodes, the thing, one of the great things about Ghost Shark is they didn't seem to have their sensor cap on for that movie. They were like, yeah, whatever. Kill some kids. Cut them in half. Let's see that little bone sticking out, that little spinal cord. <laughs> I think that's a there's a couple things there. One, I think budget is a big deal because it costs money to make a puppet. It costs money to shoot a puppet correctly because you got to have extra time. You got to let mistakes happen. You got to let shit like that play out. And that, that takes time to do. You have to plan your shoot around that. And I think that's hard. And I think that can get expensive. And then also the same thing if you go CG. If you go CG, there's other things you have to worry about. There's other financial things that you got to do. So you got to worry about that bullshit. So I think that's, that's something that a lot of these movies, like you said, feel neutered because of that i also think how much does it cost like, to put some fake blood in somebody's mouth and go and spit it yeah out? but then it, then it feels like that it's just like oh uh, who cares right empire of the sharks is worth watching that one's kind of fun and i think has a much bigger scope to it than most of these movies we're talking about okay but just really weak on kills and that was sad i watched an interesting i'll say one and a half movies that had a couple good kills had a really good shark puppet that couldn't do much but they shot it in such a way that it didn't really matter as much 
it was pretty cool. Yeah. On Tubi, I had watched a movie, and the movie uh, was a riff track, so it already had like jokes over it. But it's a movie I've seen before, both regular and I've seen the riff tracks before. It's called The Last Shark. Okay. Just a Jaws ripoff. It's nothing, nothing special at all, but it's got a pretty good shark in it. The normal bullshit, right? There's a beach. There's a shark. There's a mayor character. It's like it, it's extremely derivative of Jaws. Some of the scenes are even like loosely, not even loosely, tightly based on Jaws with some of the same lines and even some of the same beats in the scenes, both with and without the shark. But the shark, like I said, the shark looks good, does a couple attacks. There's a helicopter that some guy's trying to like winch something up and the, the shark pulls the helicopter down with the winch and eats a guy out of it and then eats the helicopter or, you know, eats and crashes the helicopter. It's pretty good. It does some cool stuff. You have three idiots on a boat, like young kids that are throwing meat in the water trying to get the shark. The shark ends up biting a pole. The shark goes under the boat. They turn the boat on and the propeller chops up the shark's back. It does a pretty good job of using stock footage, but it suffers from that thing where sometimes it's stock footage of this kind of shark. Sometimes it's this kind of shark and it looks nothing. Even in the same attack, it looks nothing like it. Yeah. But they does some pretty good miniature stuff. This miniature shark goes under the boat. They turn the propeller on and it chops the back up, which doesn't seem to hurt the shark much other than that one shot. Some scuba divers later go into a cave and one guy has like a dart, like a spear that's got a blow up thing at the end of it and he throws it at the shark and misses and he hits like a cave and the cave collapses and they're stuck in the cave for a, a minute. A blow up thing? You mean a bomb? It was an Italian. It's an Italian movie so I wasn't sure. Uh, yeah, it was like yeah, it was like some sort of explosive at the end of it and oh. the idea was to throw it at the shark and blow the shark up. But it's he a blow up a thing. Mamma mia, get the shark, get the blow up. But it's like, it's and it looks cool. There's a small shark puppet. There's a big shark puppet and it looks pretty good. It, it works. You and I talked about it. I saw, I went to go see Jaws at the Egyptian last year and they yeah. played a ton of trailers before it of all different shark movies. One of them was called Cruel Jaws and I could not wait to see it. It had this pretty cool looking shark puppet. Everything you'd expect to see in a Jaws ripoff trailer, except it's got like this really good music. And all of a sudden there's this like 100 people on a boardwalk. The boardwalk gets pulled into the water. People are falling in. Shark is going after people. On the boardwalk, a little girl in a wheelchair yells, Jenny! And rolls off the dock into the water. (laughs) Cut to the giant shark puppet. Cut to an ambulance. Cut to people running towards a, a hospital gurney bed. And I was like, oh my God, if that little girl in the, in the wheelchair gets hurt or killed by that shark. And I knew that a movie probably wouldn't have the balls to do that, but I had to see it. So I finally watched it. Dude, you tried to get me to watch it. And I was like, nah, nah, bro. If you and I watched it together, it would have been way better. It wouldn't have been a waste, but it was not good. It was it was probably the worst Jaws ripoff knockoff I've seen out of all these. And in a second, I'm going to read you the list of movies that I've seen. Shark movies. Bad oh, yeah, shark yeah, movies. yeah. But this one, like literally, it had lines like eats, swims and makes little sharks. It had it had a Quint character who was Quint. He just said Quint shit the whole time. The, and I'm telling you, it was it was almost like you know what it was and i just thought of this now this wasn't a joke i had pre-written when you were a kid and you had to do a book report and you didn't want to write a quote or make a notation so you changed the words in the book just enough so that you thought you could pass them off as your own version of what you read but literally you were just changing descriptive words from like large to big that's what this movie was and it was jaws just with a quick rewrite of 
some of the pronouns. That's all. That's all it was. I'll get you great white for you. The dorsal fin, the tail fin, the whole <laughs> diggity dang thing. Yeah, it was like I'll I'll locate him for three, but I'll I'll catch him and I'll make him not alive anymore for nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. <laughs> it was like that kind of bullshit. This is called Cruel Jaws. This is nineteen ninety five. The outfits are amazing because it's the nineties. It has this weird like computer nerd character who I think is supposed to be like a, a modernized Hooper. Terrible. As I'm watching this, the first scene is the underwater cave explosion scene from The Last Shark. And I very quickly realize that this movie has taken all of the good bits of The Last Shark and made a new movie around it that is very much the same movie, but also kind of different. Stole the footage? I mean, I don't, I don't know if it was legally stolen or not. This is something interesting, too. But they just reused the footage from The Last Absolutely. Shark. Absolutely. So it's like reusing the same stock footage they use, but also reusing some of the actual footage. Like I, I said that the, the guy with the blow up stick, that's in this movie and it's different characters. It's like in the first movie, it was a researcher and a scuba guy that was helping him. In this movie, it's like two tourists or something. Jesus. And in the first movie, they blow up the cave and they're stuck in there and it's like a plot point. The main characters try to get out of the cave. In this, they don't show the, the aftermath. They just show these two scuba divers get blown up in the cave. After watching all these shark movies, I fully believe that you and I could do this where we just took stock footage. If, like if copyright wasn't an issue, we could edit a movie just out of other people's oh, sure, movies. Oh, sure, sure. And that's like what these guys did. There's another thing where it almost seems like in the late 70s, 80s, and early 90s, apparently, the Italians were making like spaghetti shark movies, almost like yeah. spaghetti westerns, where they were kind of jumping in on the bandwagon and trying to jump in on movies that were paying off. And it looks like they just, I don't know who did it or like I said, if it was legal or not, but they just double dipped on a lot of the same footage here. But there's even a scene, like I told you in the last shark, there's a scene where people on a, three young kids on a boat are trying to lure the shark and the shark ends up getting chopped up by the propeller. Yeah. They steal all of the shark footage in that scene, but they reshot it with three different kids on a new boat. And they're, it's the same scene. They're saying essentially the same shit. They're still trying to capture the shark for the same reasons, but it ends with them. These kids, the woman tries to throw gasoline on the shark, but ends up spilling it all over the boat while a guy reaches over her with a flare gun to shoot the shark and the boat explodes. It's awesome. It's great. There's a nut. They use the same helicopter scene where the shark is attacking the helicopter, but a different mayor character because it's the mayor in there yelling at the shark. The mayor gets eaten by the shark. This this movie actually has a lot of people flying up in the air, getting pushed by a shark. The last shark did. This one uh, uh, cuts all that out, but has a lot of the shark chomping people. So it really it, it's very interesting if you if you guys have the time and the interest, watch the last shark free on Tubi, and then watch Cruel Jaws, which you can find in its complete form on YouTube. It's not been released in the U.S. Uh, not even on VHS is it released but it's funny to watch these two things because it's almost like parallel dimension type shit where you're like it's almost the same movie and some things are completely different some things are literally the same some things are the same scene just reshot with different actors and almost the same dialogue so it's really trippy and I watched them both like within a week of each other so it was Oof. really weird to be like wait what the fuck That's um, and I know bizarre. you're all sitting on the edge of your seat the little girl does indeed roll into the water the shark does indeed banish people and kill people around her but not in the same shot and she does go to the hospital and she's fine. So it definitely like the Boo. reason I watched this movie, I just wanted this girl to get chopped. She didn't. But it, I think these two are worth the watch. It's funny. And I would be like, I would love to watch these with friends as a double feature. You know what I mean? Oh my God. I, I don't think I can handle Cruel Jaws. Just watching the trailer is like, this trailer feels like it's cobbled together. It feels like Franken Franken trailer of other oh, people's so movies. How about 2016's Ice Shark? You seen this one, Rumi? Let me check my list because there's so, there's Ice Shark, there's Avalanche Sharks. Snow Shark. one more... Snow Shark, yeah. yeah. Snow Shark I've seen. I, I think Ice Shark I didn't see.
see. I think I saw Avalanche and Snow. Let's see if this jogs your memory. So Ice Sharks 2016, there's an Arctic research station and the sharks, because of global warming, can now live in the water and they start uh, breaking up through the ice and like killing people. The kills are pretty decent. We see people get fucked up. We see a guy's leg get bit off and it's really gnarly. Like he keeps fumbling with the leg bits that are visible and it's like they stuff like a turkey into his pant leg and he's just like pulling it apart. It's really gross looking. And then the sharks start swimming around the research station, breaking up the ice. So the station is basically a free floating island now and then begins to sink into the water and the whole station with people inside sinks to the bottom of the Arctic Ocean and doesn't flood. Like they're trapped inside. They're trapped inside and the sets, the locations are terrible. Like obviously made out of plywood. Obviously there's a moment where they're like, oh, we need to cover the windows with these steel frames. Well, that's obviously so you don't have to do special effects every time you look out a window. Right, so- <laughs> yeah. The CGI is terrible, but like overall they're doing what they're trying to do pretty well. Like there's moments where they have to go outside and they intercut it with scuba diver stock footage. This boat comes to save them, rescue them, and it sends a helicopter out with a line and the sharks destroy the helicopter by yanking on the line. And it's pretty fun. Like overall, this one was pretty good, but it's one of those movies that has a lot of people screaming over like a radio transmitter, somebody's name for extended periods of time. <laughs> At first, Oasis to Sammy, Oasis to Sammy, Oasis, and like they say it, how many, how many times can you say it in different inflections? And then when this guy's trying to like go across the ice on a, on a snowmobile and they start screaming his name, Eddie, 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 you're like, oh my God. <laughs> So multiple times in this shitty fucking low budget movie. I love the idea that it happened enough in the movie yeah. that while watching it, you noticed it Yeah. to the point where like it became like reflexive to you where you, it was on your mind. Right? I started screaming it at the TV and my wife was like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, they just keep saying this guy, Eddie and Sammy's name over and over again, over and over again. And, you know, finally they, uh, they save the people, they get them to the top. A couple people survive, a bunch of people get chomped, but overall I Ice Shark 2016 was not too bad. I actually watched it all the way through and didn't didn't feel like I needed to turn it off in frustration. So a, a watch you're suggesting that's a good watch? Yeah, Ice Shark. Ice Shark was a good watch. Uh, well, I've seen Avalanche Sharks and I've seen Snow Sharks. I think Avalanche Sharks I think was like an asylum type movie. I think I actually watched that on on location working on a movie, <laughs> dude. On location, it was for. Um, what was that fucking evil rodeo movie I was on? Lasso. A movie called Lasso about evil cowboy rodeo. Some pretty good gore that I did. I'm pretty proud of most of it for what the budget was and shit. If you guys want to watch Lasso, check it out. But we shot up north in California and I was on set and we were living in a hotel for a couple, like, it was like I think it was two months or so. Oof. And I talked about shitty movie and everyone's like, oh, really? We should do it. So I talked to the hotel one night and like we got the like uh, conference room. And we moved every shit, all the shit out of the way and made like a movie theater out of it. And we watched like shitty movie Sunday with the crew. It was pretty fucking cool. And that was, I think we did, I think that one was Avalanche Sharks. I don't remember anything about it other than what you would think it would be about, but it was fun and it was, we were laughing. It was fun, worth, worth Avalanche watching. Shark has like a cool, like ice mutant shark in it. It's a, it's like a spirit. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. It was, it was like native, I think they brought in like a Native American aspect to it or something. Avalanche Shark has two good kills in it and that's it. But it's, it's fairly entertaining. So 
Snow Shark is like terrible. Snow Shark is like shoestring budget. You know, a lot of these are like, and Rumi and I were talking about this off the air the other day, like anybody can make a movie now. You don't really need much. You you know, a, even a decent camera, you can even do it on your iPhone. You can edit it. I mean, there's enough shit on your regular store-bought Mac computer to edit a movie pretty well. And if you have any know-how, you can throw something together. And a lot of people are doing that. And I think with all the streaming services, the fact that there's so many distribution avenues, it's really easy to get that shit out in front of people. So there's a ton of those. Like Jurassic Shark is like that. Raiders of the Lost Shark. They're terrible. And there's not like a good shark in any of them. Snow Shark is like that where it's just fucking, I don't know, man, it's terrible. And, you know, there's a fin in the snow and it's a good enough gimmick at first for a minute, but no really good. If I remember correctly, there's no really good kills. There's no really good anything. But Well, if you want to talk um, about creative sharks, here's one that I, I want you to talk about because I know you've seen it. Uh, Santa Jaws, my favorite oh, this is shark, a good one, right? my favorite yeah. shark Christmas one. This is a good one. Uh, it's another one of those sci-fi ones. So the kills are a little neutered, but you at least see people get impaled by a shark with a candy cane for a horn. It, this is one of those ones like Ghost Shark. I don't think it's as good as Ghost Shark, but it no. came up with the idea of like, okay, I want to make a Christmas shark movie. What are the things I need? Okay, I need to see a shark. I need to see death. And theoretically, there's got to be, like, it doesn't just take place at Christmas. Santa Jaws is a thing that the shark has to be somehow Christmas related. So they find ways to make the, the deaths and the things that the shark does Christmas related. Like the shark is covered in Christmas lights and that yeah. ends up being part of the mythos of the Santa Jaws. It's a magic thing though. So they, they do write themselves a pretty good out for how to be ridiculous. And the kid finds a magic pen and draws a comic book with it. And it's a shark with a Santa hat on killing people. So the shark appears wrapped in Christmas lights. He has like a Rudolph nose, his eyes glow red, and he has a Santa hat on his fin. And later in the movie, when he gets to like his final form, this like candy cane narwhal horn grows out of his head and he starts impaling people with it. And despite the kills being a little weak, it is made up for with fun characters and interesting scenarios that you give it credit for. And it's one of those movies where it's like, again, it's winking at us, but it gets away with it because it's delivering on the promise of, hey, you want to see a shark wrapped in Christmas lights wearing a Santa hat killing people? Here you go. And even though the kills are weak, it pays off for what it does. Because they're thinking about it, right? Like they're thinking, okay, what if we build towards a candy cane horn that impales people? It's not just like, well, he's got a Santa hat on, so it's Santa Jaws. No, that's not really like, that's what Sharknado did. Like, here's a movie called Sharknado and it's about a tornado of sharks. And you're like, but that's it? That's all that you have in this whole thing? And you're like, yeah, that's all we thought to do. This movie has some really good ideas. Like you said, no one's winning any awards for acting, but there's some funny shit. The characters say some funny shit. It's like a fun time. It's certainly, I mean, this is one of those movies, actually, Amanda, my wife and I watched it, just us, and you guys know she's not interested in shitty movie stuff. She'll watch a shark movie, but usually only with other people, but she thought that concept was funny enough that we watched it like a date night. Like, we sat down and watched it together, and we cracked up, because it was funny as hell. Yeah, I think Sanjo's is a good one. There's one that I think is like the epitome of low-budget, shitty shark movies that's really good. Raging Sharks. You've seen that. We both watched that today. Yeah, right? dude, I we watched it today. Was like, I threw it on this morning while I was feeding the baby just to like, because I remember loving this movie, but I couldn't remember exactly why. So I threw it on this morning and 10 minutes in, I texted Rumi. I was like, let's push our, our record time today because you need, just turn this movie on, watch 10 minutes. If you don't like it, turn it off. If you like it, let's 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 watch the whole thing to get like yeah. at the same time. The first we'll 10 minutes hook you because the first 10 minutes, I'm in space looking at aliens crashing a spaceship and I was like, am I watching the right movie here? Yep. This is a movie called Raging Sharks. It's 
starts with a Sulaco type. I mean, it's it's definitely an homage to Alien of of aliens of the Sulaco flying by. It's this pointy ass spaceship with all these antennas sticking out of the front, yep. just like the Sulaco. It goes by, and you're like, did I start the right movie? Yeah, <laughs> and it's going towards a space station, right? And it cuts to what I I guess is inside the space station, and there's two aliens jibber jabbering in alien language. Yeah, they don't even tell you. I had the subtitles on, and it was like alien language, alien language, and you're like, well, <laughs> what are they saying? I guess, oh shit, but what? But they don't. They're not even like doing anything. Just stand there talking, and the spaceship just crashes right into this station. And you, it's a pretty good use of CG, which doesn't look great, but CG some models and some composite shots, I guess. And crazy it's this, this good point, models, yeah. Nice pointy ass spaceships smashing and crashing into shit. Now I'm going to say a lot of this was not just kit bashing from models, but also kit bashing from movies because I guarantee you that whatever effects company they used to make the shark puppets had those alien costumes and they were like, hey, we have these and they worked that into the script. You and I have worked in enough effects places to know yeah. that there are times where someone says, hey, I don't have a lot of money, but what what aliens can you give me? And then you look at your mold, you look at what you've already done, you say, okay, if I cut the fingers off this alien and put them on the back to make it spines, if I, you know, move the nose, if you know, burn the nose off of this creature, it looks like an alien. We do that stuff a lot just to make shit work and make budgets work. That's what this looked like. It looks like someone working on this movie was like, hey, I have these alien molds or even these yeah. alien costumes because they're full costumes, right? Head to toe alien. Head suits. to they toe alien to- costumes. Like you said, a lot of miniature work and I guarantee you it's not just costumes that were reused. I bet there's a lot of footage in this movie that has been in other movies because the canister mm-hmm. that breaks off of this ship, it's some sort of fuel cell, crashes to Earth, crashes into another ship and like in a pretty spectacular- a ship in work, an, uh, yeah. an Earth ship, on like Earth. an oil barge or yeah. something. Yeah, like a boat ship. A boat. That's what they call those. And like this thing hits it and it explodes and sinks in a pretty spectacular like mm-hmm. explosion. You see the ship sinking. It's pretty incredible because it's like miniatures and this thing sinks to the bottom of the sea. Very impressive. Then we jump forward now, in time. I love that. Wait, before you jump forward... <laughs> This little canister, it looks like a little garbage can with orange shit in the middle, spinning down towards Earth. Right before it hits the boat, you see the boat. There's an establishing shot of this boat, like a barge. And then there's all these guys working and they have on like hard hats and like reflective vests and they're workers working on the boat. And as the the container, the capsule gets closer, there's like four or five reaction shots of these guys looking up right before the thing crashes. And it's like one guy looks up, then it cuts to another guy looking up, then it cuts to another guy looking up, then it cuts to the last guy looking up. And he's the only guy that reacts with any sort of fear or emotion or like impending something is going to hit this ship and he tries his best to make up for the lack of reaction from the other guys and he's like oh <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> boat sinks boat sinks five years later five years later and there's an underwater research station that holy fuck I'm like I have been watching shark movies where the boats are made out of cardboard all the research stations are plywood and like painted on technical gadgets some mm-hmm. of the shit's not even plugged in so when they're beep booping it's not even looking like they're beep booping this looks like a real research station they spent some money on the Mm -hmm. production value for this they must have filmed it in a real ship or a real research facility or even at a real aquarium i'm not sure but 
like this movie has production value out the wazoo research stations there's a submarine a full-on submarine set that they're in underwater stuff that you can tell it's the actor that they have in the movie doing the underwater scenes i don't know like i don't know where they film this i can find no information on it but like production value abound there was money spent on this shit and it looks like he said it looks good there's some what did we oh in super super shark is that the name of the one we watched super shark had a quote-unquote interior submarine set that clearly was just a room i mean and i would say clearly clearly a room draped in black with computer sort of bullshit on one wall so you only see that one wall were there computer screens real computer screens or were they glowing lights with a computer printed (laughs) out piece of paper that looked like sonar readouts taped to a glowing box. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. And it was, <laughs> it was, it, it just, it, they were cutting corners and you knew it. And like, I won't even hold it against them because that's your budget. But Fine. like, yeah. I'm not going to believe you. <laughs> this movie actually had really nice looking sets. A real submarine. Nice sets, but it looked like a submarine. And then later, the submarine gets attacked by the shark. It floods and they flooded the set. There were men with like crotch level water and like people falling. And they also had a couple that were on a slant because the people were rolling on the floor towards camera. A so real, like a real submarine really set. I mean, I don't know if it was a real submarine, but it was a real set. Like, it looks right, like it a, a submarine. Right, right. It wasn't and someone's apartment yeah, just to look like a submarine. It's lit well. Like, everybody has three-point lighting going on, not just like a one light held off to the side. Like, real lighting, real sounds. Like, And the, here's another thing. The chatter that they have when they're on the submarine. In Super Shark, the chatter was like, uh, did you see that shark go by? Uh, I don't know. But in this one, they're like, three clicks on the bubble, sir. Two fathoms to the... Like, it sounded yeah, like they yeah, were in a real like this ha- somebody did research on what to say when you're in a submarine and same thing with them when they're talking about the mini subs and when like, there's a mini sub in this movie that somebody is in driving around like it's like a little go-kart submarine in a second i'm going to read you the list of all the sh- shitty shark movies that i remember yeah we're going to go watching. out on the shark movie list yeah but like some of these i probably watched five or six in the last week or two when i started this movie today and if you were to watch this movie you will right away notice the difference in production quality yeah also because this isn't like a sci-fi movie people get fucked up you see people get their legs cut off you see people's arms get cut off uh we cut to other places it, the movie never slows down just when you're like uh this is gonna get boring isn't it you're gonna start talking about science bullshit and it's like nope let's cut to bermuda and show a bunch of people get eaten by sharks it's a bunch of reused stock footage but intercut with a puppet chomping on people and them spitting blood out and then their limbs floating down in the water their eyeballs floating out like cool shit happening it's low budget and you know not great but it's super fun for these movies it is and it really it works really well it's a lot of fun i think uh something that we haven't really hit on but like you got to have shark attacks every so often or at least shark shit happening otherwise it's not a shark movie now in my opinion the very last act the climax of this movie there's a guy who turns out to be a bad guy and is a human menace yeah what the fuck was his plan yeah it was supposed to have a lot of stupid shit with that but like i don't want to watch that i want you to fight the sharks and shit i don't want to worry about you know human stuff but then the movie ends with that happening the main character is about to die with his wife and he's like just go ahead babe just lay just just rest you deserve rest because they're they're running out of oxygen yeah and he's like we'll we'll wake up in the next life in a better place or some shit like that i thought that's where the movie was going to end i was like wow ballsy where does the movie end suddenly he looks out the window and the aliens from the beginning show up and take the The canister spaceship comes back 
spaceship shows up and he's like, what? This guy, severely unlikable character, the main the main guy character. He looks like- We haven't like, even said who he is. He's Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Oh, he looks like Hot Bobby Campo to me. I don't know who that is. The guy, from, the, guy, the guy from Final Destination. Oh, 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 no, no. This is, it's literally, there was a show in the 90s called Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Yeah. Uh, he also was in Ghost, uh, not Ghost Dog. Was it Ghost Dog? Cop Dog. He was in a movie called Cop Dog, which we could talk about all day. <laughs> Ghost Dog is co- a cool movie with Forrest Whitaker. No, Cop, oh, that's right. No, Cop Dog is a movie about a ghost dog. We can get into that later, but <laughs> Parker Lewis Can't Lose is in that too, and he's terrible in that too. He's terrible in this, uh, but yeah, he sees the aliens, and then at the end, the very end of the movie, he's they're back on the submarine, and they're like, did you see the aliens? And they're like, no, you're crazy. And his wife's like, I believe you, but she doesn't believe him because she didn't see the aliens. <laughs> no, she doesn't. And that's how the movie ends. But like, fucking cool movie, man. It had a lot of it, stuff it, going on. way more aliens in this shark movie than yeah. you would expect there to be. And right? they look good, too. They look great. And everything in this movie really looks great. This is definitely, you know what? And we keep saying it. This is one of those movies, and we both did it today. You can watch this movie by yourself and, and enjoy it start to finish. Yeah. And you could probably watch it like I watch it. And whenever I watch a movie like this, I always make jokes out loud. I make like to me, it's shitty movie Sunday, whether other people are here or not. And I act that way. But I feel like you could, I could, and you could watch this movie by yourself quietly and still enjoy it. Like, you don't, you know what I mean? Like it, it wouldn't hurt to watch this by yourself. This is a movie that when we watched it for shitty movie Sunday, my mother-in-law was laughing. Like my mother-in-law was here. It was a first shitty movie Sunday and she was like having fun with it. To go back to my party analogy, Raging Shark showed up with the Taco Bell party pack and everybody got tacos. <laughs> yeah, Raging Sharks was a big win for me. There were so freaking many to talk about. What do you have? You have any other that are like worth mentioning for, for well, good or bad reasons? We have the best one to mention still, but I got one before that. And this is one that I read. It was a book and then a TV miniseries. Have you ever heard of Peter Benchley's Great White, which later got changed to Peter Benchley's Creature? I've heard of Great White, but I didn't hear of Creature before you get into it, though. This isn't going to be about a dick shark, right? <laughs> this is going to be a real shark movie because I think we're dick sharked out. I'm going to speak for everybody on this one. Definitely not a porno. (laughs) All right, skip it then. We don't need to hear about it. (laughs) So the book was called Great White and people got pissed because there was not enough sharks in this movie. In fact, there are no sharks in this movie. It's a mutant shark man created as a World War II experiment by the Nazis. So this is a Peter Benchley book. The guy who wrote Jaws wrote this book. So they changed it to Creature because that's what the miniseries was called. So the miniseries has Craig T. Nelson and Kim Cattrall in it. Craig T. Nelson of Coach fame and Kim Cattrall of Sex and the City fame. Because I know we have such a crossover for those fan bases. That's true. <laughs> Dude, there's a bunch of people who are like drive, like our listeners are driving in their cars or, you know, whatever nerd shit they're doing. And they like their ears just heard Sex and the City. Like, wait, what? What? Am, what? what? Is that they, everyone just rewound to make sure that's what you actually said yeah (laughs) kim cattrall and craig t nelson are hunting this they think it's like a serial killer but they think it's a shark attack nobody knows what's going on they're trying to figure it out turns out it's this mutant shark monster and the monster is awesome say what you want by the overly stuffed like four hour movie because it's a made for tv movie and it's in two parts so it's like two two hour parts and they are do not need to be that long when they put it if they ever release a dvd that like puts this into one movie they need to re-edit it into a 
tight hour and a half. But when you get to the shark monster, you should look this up, Rumi. Look this up right now. Look up creature, Peter Benchley creature, and look at this shark monster. This thing is really, really cool looking. And when they fight the monster finally and stuff goes down, it's pretty sweet. It is really cool. I don't, yeah. I can't believe that this was never on my radar, that I hadn't even heard of it. I'm so happy that I found a movie that you didn't see. But how cool is that monster looking? He's he's like a half man, half shark creature. Oh, it's a Stan Winston monster. That's part of why it looks so fucking cool. It's Stan Winston? According Damn. to the Stan Winston School of Character Arts website. It is really cool looking. I mean, he's on. Yeah. he's got two legs. He's got two arms. He's got like shark tail, little baby shark tail, a fin off the back, and then the head is like oh, big old it's shark. It's what you'd want a wear shark to look like. Yes. And they fight him in this like submerged area, you know, fighting in the water. It's really cool. But again, to me, that's the payoff and worth watching the movie for the shark monster. But the movie is slow to get to that. Takes a while. So the, it's not the movie's not like uh, Jaws two where you see the shark, you see the shark, you see the shark. Well, see the shark. they definitely tease it enough, but yeah, this is the payoff. But it's a made-for-TV movie, so again, the kills are not that great, and it's way overfilled because they're like, let's do two nights out of it, when they're like, oh, we really didn't need to. So it's, ah, it's just okay. stuffed with investigation and trying to solve the mystery, and you're like, don't care, show me some shit, show me a shark, please. Don't care. That monster was dope, uh, real dope. Great. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes photos of it too. Yeah, yeah. So. So maybe just look online and if you go on YouTube, I'm sure you can find the cool scene where Craig T. Nelson fights a shark mutant. This is I can't believe I hadn't heard of this. I'll have to It's worth checking out. I mean, for you, it's worth checking out. For yeah, our yeah, audience yeah. who isn't if you're not like a big fan of shitty movies, this this one doesn't have a lot going for it other than this sweet monster. But uh, watch I mean, that. I'm on board. As far as werewolf sharks are concerned, there's a movie called Sharktopus vs. Whale Wolf, which I was very excited to see even though i knew it wasn't going to be good it's abysmal the cgi looks like cartoons they didn't try at all it's got more of that fake nazi uh accent acting um it's got some funny ass things though some some fun kills some terrible shit like if you've ever been on a movie you know like oh to get that shot they must have been doing this or they had to be doing this yeah there's a shot of the two creatures fighting and they clearly got some ship captain who was leaving a harbor he He's about to wave at them, and if you watch, he gives the camera a thumbs up with a big smile, but they ADR'd him going like, oh man, because he's supposed to be reacting to these two giant monsters fighting. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this is a fun one. This is another good popcorn movie with a bunch of friends. You don't want to watch this one probably by yourself. I like the Sharktopus ones for that very reason. Like, they're funny This is the first Sharktopus that I saw. I hadn't seen oh, any other Sharktopus. The first one, the first one I saw on TV when it first aired and was like, yeah, I'm having a good time. Uh, what's that? Just regular? Sharktopus? Yeah, just Sharktopus 1, the original. Sharktobarkta? But of all the shitty shark movies that we talk about, I think there's one that stands... I mean... Raging Sharks does stand above them all, but I think there's one even above that. And it's our favorite. And we're going to do an entire two episodes on it. This is good. We love this movie. It's a movie that I found. I don't remember what year I found it, but it was, I think it was the premiere. I was on the Sci-Fi Channel, Sci-Fi Channel movie, and it just stands head above shoulders of the rest of them. And that is Ghost, Ghost Shark. Shark. Love Ghost Shark. It's one of those movies that we've watched for shitty movie probably four, maybe five times in the last, yeah. you know, less than 10 years. I mean, I use it as a barometer. My wife loves it. She thinks it's hysterical. She thinks it's fun. It's got great kills in it. A very simple but fun story that you're like, Ghost Shark. I mean, I don't have to tell you what it's about. I say that and you know what it's about. Yep. And it delivers on that in a plot that makes sense, well enough acted. It's 
funny. It's just a good fucking time. It delivers and fires on all cylinders. And I love this movie. It's one of those ones that if somebody's like talking about bad, bad, good movies and they're like Sharknado, I'm like, Ghost Shark. Like, if you mm. like Sharknado, Ghost Shark will blow you away. Like, it is, it is a movie that tried its best to do a movie about a ghost shark. And I'm super excited because we actually got to talk to the director and we're going to do a whole episode where we talk to the director Griff first about the making of Ghost Shark. He's done a bunch of shark movies. He's done, he did yeah. Trailer Park He's Shark. He's done a ton of movies and a Which is fun. Movies, yeah. He did Toxic Shark, which is fun. Nightmare Shark. Any Griff first shark movie is a pretty good time. Oh, Nightmare Shark. Let me put that on the list. He makes some fun shark movies, but this one to me is, for whatever reason, my go-to, so bad it's good, super fun, great. Like, it's not even bad. Like, it didn't even have to flip the no. script. It did a great this job. this is one of those movies that, like, you and I, and, you know, we're lucky with the podcast, and one of my favorite things about the podcast is it gives us this avenue to, to talk to some people, and when you and I got to talk to him, we were so genuinely excited. Pumped. Because yeah. we fucking love this movie. Like, yep. heartfelt, genuinely love this movie. It's so much fun. You know what so, I don't love, Rumi? <laughs> What? That it's not available anywhere. Oh, it's so hard to find. I'm lucky yeah. I had a couple hookups, but it's really hard to find. It's yeah. really hard to find. So it's on Hoopla. Like I said, if you have a library card, then I guess you can watch it on Hoopla. If you look on the internet, there are places that you can find it with nefarious means, which normally I don't recommend because that's stealing. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a car, would you? I love that commercial. You wouldn't steal a CD, would you? <laughs> yeah, because it's pirating and that's bad and enough of that soapbox. Go steal Ghost Shark if you can because it's not out anywhere. <laughs> this is one of those that it's well, well worth the watch. And you will watch it and it'll be one of those movies where like, you know what it is? It's one of those movies that you watch and you immediately look around to be like, who can I get to watch this with me yes, again? Yes, I've made you know, people like, well, watch you this gotta movie. you got to watch this again. Yeah. If you can't watch it, don't worry because Matt and I are going to tell the story of Ghost Shark. You will get the audio version the launchpad podcast tickle your ears with a little ghost shark action <laughs> <laughs> tickle them fins matt let's do a countdown of the best worst shitty shark movies uh, and take ghost shark out of it because it is the best Oof. so this is number two of the low budget shark movies uh list we'll be back with your pulp culture countdown in a moment ignition sequence start All right, we're back with your pulp culture countdown of second place low budget shark movies. Cause number one, we're just we we can't even put it in because it's so good. Ghost Shark. So we're taking it out and trying to fight for that number two spot. That's our shark movie <laughs> theme this month. That's our shark month theme is trying to find that number two because the number one in both these categories of like good shark movies, you got Jaws, hands down. And when you come to the low budget, less good shark movies, I mean Ghost Shark, man, cannot be beaten. It's so good. It is in a league by itself. Like Jaws is obviously in a league by itself but yeah eh, ghost shark is like i don't know it, it's not fair to compare it certainly not fair to par compare it to jaws but you really can't compare it to any of the other movies that are below it either it's a league of its own baby so at number five we got sharknado this was the one that really kicked off the shark movie low budget shark movie craze i think it also introduced a lot of mainstream america to the idea of something so bad it's good the shitty movie sunday aesthetic that uh i'm happy that people did because when they go oh i love shitty movies sharknado you're 
you're like, great, I got something to show you. And then you can like bring them in on some other fun, shitty movies like uh, <laughs> a Dan Haggerty movie or Ghost Shark. <laughs> so that's a Sharknado at number five. You can check out the whole series, but but it's it's they're fun and they are what they are. And uh, we would not have this list if not for Sharknado. I think I've seen Sharknado one, two and three. And I think two and three were better than one. Hmm. I would say find the one that looks the most interesting to you and pop that in. If it's not the first one, don't worry. You'll be able to catch up with the mythos of what's happening. Dude, like I said, the sixth one, time travel. Yeah. You may want to just jump to that one. Maybe it could save you some time. <laughs> That's number five. Number four is actually going to be a, an interesting entry because it's going to be a twofer. It's The Last Shark, but also Cruel Jaws. Kind of the same movie, but kind of different movies. Definitely worth checking out. It's all over the friggin' place. I believe they're both Italian movies ripping. I guess one is pulling. They're both ripping off Jaws. One is pulling from the other one. Similar plots. Uh, Cruel Jaws, the 90s one, has a little bit of mafia bullshit going on in there, too. Some mobsters getting eaten by sharks. There's dolphins and a girl in a wheelchair. Good puppets, good deaths. Uh, a dock getting ripped in half and people floating on part of a dock. It's They're both worth watching. I would suggest get a bunch of friends together and have a double feature night for that. That's our number four. <laughs> Last Shark and Cruel Jaws. Oh, man. At number three, Ice Sharks. This movie of all the weird, crappy shark movies I've been watching this month, getting ready for this. This was one that I actually kind of enjoyed. Super low budget, but they deliver on what they do because even with a super low budget, they sunk a Arctic research station to the bottom of the sea to be attacked by sharks from there. And I thought, you know what? Props to that. Props to that. I give them credit where credit is due. So Ice Sharks comes in at number three. And you can use this list as like uh, what to catch up on if you haven't seen them. So, And I love Rumi's recommendations. So if he says Ice Sharks, that's one I actually haven't seen. And if it's made it high enough to number three, I'll definitely check that out. Beaten slightly by number two, Santa Jaws. I'm going to say that this is going to be a Christmas tradition for me, I think. This is fun as hell. It's exactly what you want it to be. I'm checking it out. My wife thought it was funny. It does its gimmicks well. Santa Jaws. It's definitely worth the uh, worth the price of admission. Ho, ho, ho. So that brings us to number one. And Matt and I watched it this morning. And it made it to number one. This is Raging Sharks. This movie starts, you don't even think you're watching the right shark movie, in space with aliens. Takes us to the bottom of the sea where a undersea research station starts getting attacked by these like crazy raging sharks. And uh, it's really cool. <laughs> the kills are good. It's got a lot going on. And you see it and it delivers and because it's not like a made for TV movie it's allowed to show some gore and some blood and some miniature models and ships sinking and explosions and they deliver and it's that that was a lot of fun I'm really glad you made me watch that can I just say one thing about that movie the very first thing we see is they're in the underwater station it gets attacked and all of a sudden like these pipes are all bursting and explosions start happening and you're like oh no and like this this sets off what becomes the, the actual plot yeah if you watch that montage of like pipes overhead pipes bursting there's a shot of like a desk and a beaker also explodes which means the shark hit that station so hard it fucked up all these pipes and all these combustible things including like a little jar on a desk i just think it's great <laughs> i love this movie check this movie out it's it's definitely the best shitty one oh that there is we didn't even mention that when the when the plane there's a scene where this plane's coming down yes and the shark jumps out and the guy in the plane goes whoa tries to avoid the plane and a dude falls out of the plane and then like it's a dummy obviously is doing like cartwheels through the water because they were going so fast cartwheels and it's a great shark attack it's amazing oh yeah <laughs> 
And that's just that that is what and it's early in the movie. The shark autopsy where you never see who's doing the autopsy. Yep. They just start pulling crystals out of his intestines. <laughs> the guy cartwheeling out of the plane. That's when I texted you this morning was like, dude, you have to watch this and just tell me if you think this is worth pushing the podcasting this morning just so you can watch this because it is fun as hell. So guys, let us know what your favorite uh, second rate shark movies are. We know Jaws is the best. We know a lot of you dig Deep Blue Sea like we do. There's a lot of great shark movies out there. But when you start digging into the creature feature, low bud shark movies, there's so many. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod and our website, launchpadpod.com. We still got Shark Month going on. Got some fun stuff coming up. We will be talking about the king of all shark movie, Jaws. Get some special guests. Like we said, Griff First will be on the show to talk about Ghost Shark. And yes, we will be telling you the story of Ghost Shark in case you can't find it. But till then, we are the Rocketeers. Matt, let's blast this thing off. Like a shark fin. Now, normally we play the theme song, and I might play it subtly under here to help emphasize how fucking cool we are, but I'm going to let Matt read off all the goddamn shark movies that he has seen. These are, the, these are the bad, shitty shark movies that I remember seeing. There's at least 10 or 12 more that I don't remember because they blend in, but these are the ones I know for sure that I've seen. You ready? Go for it, man. Sharkansaw Women's Prison Massacre. Ghost Shark. Mega Shark vs. Crocosaurus. Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus. Mega Shark vs. Mecha Shark. Raging Shark. Shark Attack. Shark Attack 2. Shark Attack 3 Megalon. Sharks in Venice. Snow Shark. Hammerhead. Franken Shark. Sharktopus vs. Werewolf. Super Shark. Jurassic Shark. Raiders of the Lost Shark. Sand Sharks. Tinteria. The Meg. Sharknado. Sharknado 2. Sharknado 3. Shark Lake. The Last Shark, Cruel Jaws, Two-Headed Shark Attack, House Shark, Shark Exorcist, Avalanche Sharks, Mako, The Jaws of Death, Santa Jaws, Nightmare Shark. How many is that? Damn, that's a lot of shark movies. <sighs> you know, I look at that list and I'm like, I feel like I should be doing more with my life. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.